Blog Talk Radio. Spinderella cut it up one time. That number again is 347-884-8684. 
And the guest call-in number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And we are talking about an epidemic in our society concerning people giving other people diseases and STDs without telling them that they have it. Is fear of rejection a component in why they don't tell? What happens to the person that finds out? Is it still considered victimization, deceit, and lies? Is there laws against knowing you have an STD or disease? What can happen? How does it feel to be betrayed? What happens to your trust level for other people that may be new potential mates for the future. Come join me and my co-host on this adventure to uncover truths about life and how to avoid death. Call in and bring your back alley degrees to the table, y'all. All right? What can we do to help others curb the possibilities of catching diseases and STDs? Be more aware or will I say it like this, be more than aware, take care, love yourselves better than anyone else. That's my saying for tonight, y'all. Call in and participate with, again, your back alley degrees and expertise. Hypothesis are welcome, too. <laughs> so here is the number again, 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. Eight four, and the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, get a story, and we want you to listen to it. It ain't going to take long, okay? But we want you to listen to this story. Uh, uh, first, we're gonna go on to the news. First, we want we want we want you to see this one. This one is by the WBAL TV News 11 uh, on the YouTube where I found this at, where a one billion dollar lawsuit filed against John Hopkins uh, University, uh, along with uh, the Rockefellers, you know, in giving people uh, STDs without them knowing it. And I want you to know. This is what's happening in the world around you. So get at this and let's see where we're going with it, okay? Here you go. Good evening, everyone. I'm Donna Hamilton. And I'm Stan Stovall. The lawsuit seeks to hold the institution responsible for its alleged role in medical experiments on humans dating back to the 1940s and 1950s that infected hundreds of people with sexually transmitted diseases. 11 News reporter George Lettuce is live in North Baltimore tonight with more details. George. Stan and Donna, many of those people died from complications from those diseases. Others are still alive. They are seeking punitive damages from secret research experiments that Hopkins says it is not responsible for. The most deceitful, despicable experiments that could ever have been conducted on human beings. Paul Beckman is one of the attorneys representing 774 victims and their families who, in a $1 billion lawsuit filed today against Johns Hopkins Hospital and University, claim a group of Hopkins doctors were the masterminds behind secret U.S. government-funded medical experiments on humans 
back in the 1940s and 50s. As part of the studies meant to see if penicillin could cure sexually transmitted diseases, hundreds of children, psychiatric patients, and prison inmates in Guatemala were infected with syphilis and gonorrhea without their knowledge, and many were never treated. What they wanted to do was to continue their experiment outside of the United States where nobody would know about it. Johns Hopkins says this was not a Hopkins study, but one the U.S. government ran. Johns Hopkins had no role in connection with the Guatemala research. Hopkins' lead attorney in this case, Bob Mathias, says those doctors employed by Hopkins simply served on a federal research panel that approved spending for government medical experiments. So you're saying that the doctors who were on these panels who approved the federal spending of this study did not know the scope of those experiments? There's no evidence that I've seen that sets forth the scope of what was going to happen down at Guatemala. We have documents uh, which we have and which we have produced which clearly show not only did they know about it, but they kept it quiet. Should present-day Hopkins be held liable for alleged action decades ago? I think it's an attempt by plaintiff's lawyers to exploit an historical situation for their own monetary gain. What about accountability? What about responsibility for conducting experiments that even at the time, under anybody's thought, should never have been conducted. And in 2012, a federal judge threw out a lawsuit filed by some of the Guatemalan victims. The judge said their complaints were better served to be handled by the political branches of the U.S. government and not the court system. We're live at Johns Hopkins University. George Lettuce, WBAL TV 11 News. All right. Now, y'all done heard this. Now, I thought that you guys would wanted to hear this piece of knowledge because this is what we're going to start with. And I'm going to ask this question again. We, the, the, big, the, the, the big question is why people scared or don't tell people they have a disease or STD. Now, you done heard one of the biggest, the biggest news break that happened one week ago, and, uh, and I have a question. Now, the question I'm going to pose this to both, you know, my co-hosts, and let's see where they come from it at. Now, we just heard what the news had to say about what the government was doing to other people and and, 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 and injecting them with STDs to find out other cures, as to say. But what I got, what I heard the most was this. They left where? to go to Guatemala or in another country to continue their experiment? That's the question. Now, if the government was involved and they left from somewhere to another country to continue the, the experiment, where was they doing the experiment at where they, before they left? Well, it had to be somewhere here in the United right. States. You see what I'm saying? Because we must be the first ones that got it before they did. What do you think, Mystery? Yeah. 
out that penicillin to the cure. Sure, right. They still the kept going. They kept it going. They kept it going. For going. years Absolutely. and years after. And this sounds like they were doing the same thing just to another nationality, A nationality of, people. of people. Because they started it, what, eight years later? Okay. And, and over in Guatemala. So, you know, it's like they, they just can their experiments. Right. And I don't think that, you know, it should be thrown out because just because if it did have a point where it wasn't a law, excuse me, that was out, you know, at the time when they started these experiments, there is no way in the heck that you're supposed to just uh, just step into people's space mm-hmm. and don't ask them for their consent to give them uh, STD or at least pay for it, you know what I'm saying? You know, hey, y'all, we need some uh, people to be an experiment for us, and we'll pay $5,000 for STD. Well, right. well that's, uh, you know that's, what I'm saying? What, that's what the law has changed to, to where, I mean, not that they're going to just be able to just, because we're just going to say, absolutely, we're going to be like, yeah, just yeah. give me I an STD, but you but know what I mean? Right. But hey. They have to tell you what they're Right. I mean, but it's still, you know, giving an educated decision for a person to put their body up underneath that type of whatever, at least, you know, to the point where they won't, if they got it, they won't spread it to another person. It was by at least their admission to say yes or no. You know what I'm saying? That would make a person be accountable at least. You just give a person a disease, right. you know what I'm saying? That done pissed the person off, and everybody get it. Well, it's like a time bomb. Like you said, was with the syphilis thing in Tuskegee, they were saying that, you know, that transferred, because they gave it to the men, mm-hmm. that transferred to the women. And yeah, the children, see, that the children were born with it. Born with it. They had no idea they even had it. They're, they're under the notion That's, that they're getting shot for health care. Okay. That's what they were told. Well, so how you think it went in, in the United States? Now, you know they started here first. Well, that's what, you that's know what, what I'm saying? talking about. I'm talking about here. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and the same thing there. that you're doing there. But the issues will come again. Now, if there's anybody that's out there that that that, that has something to say about this, why people scared to tell people, uh, whether it's scared or just uh, unconsensual, ain't going to tell you what they're doing to give you an STD or why they won't tell people they have a disease or STD because this is a very important piece of conversation because we got to figure, figure out what we're going to do to stop or how to help people to be more conscientious about, you know, their life and their lifestyle and having a choice to choose whether to have it or not, for whatever the reasons are. So call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And getting back to what we were saying, uh, uh, Agape, what do you have to say about this? Well, I think, one, they took it to these people because they probably felt like they couldn't defend it, though. So mm-hmm. There's nothing really over there when it comes to government being able to, to get help mm-hmm. when you justice and done. Right. Two, I think when you when you're dealing with the government and you're dealing with them uh testing these diseases on people, I think that those are war games. Right. I think they're trying to come up with a deterrent uh, another way to destroy an enemy. Right. Without being able to be blamed for it. You know, like if you could go over and implant a disease 
on a country that's one of your enemies then come home and be like, well, they just got diseases. Right. We sent it over there, but you can't prove that. That's better than sending a nuclear warhead over to a country. Uh, hey. You can eliminate your show. enemy by disease. Okay, and that's what they've been doing to some degree. I believe some of the other things that have came out in such news, you know, dealing with stuff like that and using people as a, a part of a warfare. As I always thought anyway, you know, that this was some type of, uh, uh, you know, Per, you know, people control, you know, population control that they use. I mean, but I still feel as though that that should not, you know, the stuff like that should not happen. And that's even with everyday life when you meet people, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm hearing stuff about, oh, man, I caught this. Hey, I ain't going to lie. I know I'm coming with a back alley degree. I can be a black doctor, a black root doctor. Whatever you want to call her, you know what I'm saying? Because I do have a back alley degree where I have caught a few things, you know what I'm saying, whether it was a disease or STD. But the point is, the point that I'm trying to say is, is after you find out that people cannot be trusted, you know, you just don't go into relationships or go into a sex thing without just, without asking a question or going to take them, you know, okay, if y'all just going to have sex, you know what I'm saying, which people don't talk like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They Instead of saying, you just a booty call, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? I just like the style, girl, or who we do. You know what I'm saying? Let me have it. You know what I'm saying? No, no y'all don't want to do that. Y'all want to wine and dine and, and pop up a few, you know, uh, turn ups or whatever and then go and do it. And you wake up two days later and, you know, you find out three weeks later that you got some kind of STD or HIV or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Because you did not start off right, you know what I mean? Starting off right is ask the question. Don't be afraid to ask. Even when it comes to your doctor, since we're finding out, excuse me, since we're finding out that even doctors can be lethal, you know what I'm saying? Y'all just heard the news, am I right, y'all? You don't know what can be uh, conducted on you when they be talking about. Uh, the, the, oh, I remember when they came out with the swine flu, mm-hmm. I, and everybody was going to go get them a fl- swine flu shot, mm-hmm. and everybody had the swine flu too, and a lot of people died from the flying from the. Uh, I'm calling it a flying flu. <laughs> I mean, okay. it's, it's a bad thing. They had, I, a, uh, they had a pastor. This guy. He, he was full-blown AIDS, and he didn't tell anybody. He okay. Slept, he slept with uh, about four women in his congregation until the last woman actually found right. out right. that she had AIDS. Okay. And this is somebody that they go to church to, to listen to. This is their pastor, like long-term pastor. And this brother right here, he uh, he infected a few women with AIDS, but at the same time, they, they caught him, and they charged him with murder. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're a person that has AIDS or uh, a disease that could kill somebody. Right. And you have sex with somebody, not tell them, and they catch a disease. And you know, right. Murder, you could be charged with murder. Absolutely. And you know, and 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 hey, I I am not like I said, I married into one and didn't even know. You hear what I'm saying? And I took that sucker all the way up to the mountain. I sure did to the Paramount Pictures Mountain. Ain't that where Jesus, where God resides? You know what I'm saying? I took him up there and let him tell on himself. No, he didn't mess around on me, but I wanted to know where did it come from? 
And I told all on he told all on himself. You know what I'm saying? But the point was is I was getting it out there. Don't mess with this unless you ask. Uh, ain't you been the one that was on TV that we saw? <laughs> I'm just saying to all of y'all that are out there that, you know, just go and have sex and jump in the back with people or, you know, just because you I guess you think you can. I don't know what the what the issue is. Why mm-hmm. don't people tell? Right. You know, and some people are unaware. Right. So if they're unaware, what are they going to tell you? They're not aware themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's something where if you know that you're not, if you know you haven't been tested and you know you have more than one person, that's right. you get tested regularly. Absolutely. And, and for those who do know and don't tell, you know, that's just, that's on a whole other mental level. Of course it is. It caused them to go off and go and do uh, to kill people. Well, that's even like a long time ago. There was this woman. There was a story about this woman who was sleeping with this man who was married, Mm -hmm. and she contracted HIV. Well, she got mad, Mm -hmm. and what she chose to do was go sleep with a bunch of other married men. See, that's sad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's a a that's a mental thing, thing. right? She was angry and hurt. She was angry. That's sad. And, you know, uh, again, if you got something to say about this, this subject, because I'm asking the question why people scare or don't tell people that they have a disease or STD, and, you know, and let's hear what you may have to say about it. Because at the end of the day, we are wanting to bring not just only awareness, but we're saying take care, do something about it, go to the clinic, get yourself checked regularly ask the people that you are about to sleep with have you been to get your test done if they haven't and ain't got no papers to show you y'all both march and go get it done you know what i'm saying i mean because there's i mean we can't be afraid to ask and 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 ask questions these are very important questions to ask people because the trust level to, to gone out the window in this day and time to just say, okay, he looked clean, she looked clean, let's right. go and let's go on with that. Like you well, can't you tell. Condoms, condoms, condoms don't, don't work like either. Yeah, that's why I put, I put that condom up there. I mean, but at least you know, uh, you know, detain or entertain the the idea of taking a condom. Oh, yeah. But well, you know, don't not. I mean. <laughs> I mean, anything is better than nothing at all. And then the the worst case scenario is for people that's tired of being sick and tired of contracting or tired of trying to go out there and have a relationship and hope that they get, you know, a a right person that will come with a with a with a a right mind. You know what I'm saying? You can do. You can do. That's another moral issue because that's something that you're not finding that out at after the club at Denny's before you go (laughs) home with this person. That's something that takes time and it'll be hard to find that out in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, but you still got to come off the top and ask. Yeah, you have to. No, no, no. I'm not saying don't. But there are people that are afraid of that because they want the person. They be wanting the person. And they scared to ask because they scared they will run away the person. Let them, let, let the person listen, run. which would what you prefer, an awkward conversation or a death sentence? Because right. it could come down to that. Absolutely. Not necessarily, but it could. So make a choice. I mean, it's like what you said, though. If, if you're going to be with a person, I mean, first of all, you need to.
ninety you know, days, give it, give something. It, something. Not, you know, give it ninety <laughs> days. Year, but if you're maybe? concerned with a person having uh, a disease or something like, you know, Clarty Miss Clarty said, y'all march on down to the exactly. clinic exactly. and you watch this Together. person take right. a day going test yeah. before you take give yourself right. to the and person. And if he don't. Or she don't want to take know the test. What's you know what's exactly. up. Exactly. Ain't no sense of exactly. uh, compromising exactly. with it. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? No Keep your cooking to yourself. You That's what. You can't. You can't look at a person now. Before you know, you could look at a person and be like, "Oh, that person is sick." Not necessarily right. saying that they have AIDS or HIV, but you can look at a person and be like, "Oh, you sick." They look dirty. That's you, about you, as much as you could possibly make. Drug maybe user do, or something yeah. of that nature. But now, you know. Look at all these rappers and stuff. They store mm-hmm. cocaine and do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. They be looking normal as all know. <laughs> you know, Magic That's Johnson got his pills. Okay, and, you know, everybody, everybody looking regular. cute. Everybody looking like you said, what you say, regular. Yeah. That's, That's, That's the thing. That's, That's the a quote, quote unquote. Okay. What, well, you know what I mean? Like, nothing can be seen. I right. understand what you're saying. Like, back in the day, in the beginning, you know, you may have a lesion here or there. Right. When AIDS yeah. first came around. Because nobody, nobody knew, knew how to, how to treat, treat it. it. So right. a person would contract it, and then they would literally go through Start the looking. stages of dying. Right. Because they wouldn't exactly. go to the hospital and be like, oh, what's wrong with me? They, you could see it. Like, dude, you dying. <laughs> you might want to go see somebody. <laughs> now, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. But now, now people yeah, will catch this right. disease, and they will go get medication and, and still go try out to live there. their life. And Absolutely. You know what? You know what? It's sad because you know some people like people will contract this from somebody not knowing, and it's like they they feel like oh mm-hmm. you're just taking my life away, mm-hmm. but they're still human. Mm-hmm. They still want to go out right. and live a normal right. life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they don't want to accept that. They don't want to accept it. So that's what that's a a reason a why reason. a person may not right and fear of rejection. They'll look at that's you and be like, oh, I fell rejection. in love with this person, mm-hmm. but if I tell them I have this, they won't love me. Right. right. And they want to live a normal and they life. Want it now. And they want it now. Yeah, that's, 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 that's like you. But yeah. But see, that's that's one of those things where then it becomes a person, and that's a mental issue because mm-hmm. it becomes a person who has it. If right. you love, if you say you love somebody so much and you are so afraid, then if you have something that can possibly kill this person that you love, right? Why would you not? Because why sometimes, you the, depending on the type of person you are, love can be selfish. Exactly, that's you can my be point. in it it's for yourself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Not because you love, not you can be in it for yourself because you do love this person so much mm-hmm. you want them to always be around. Right. But you know for a fact if you tell them this, they don't love you the same. Right. You that's know? your fear. That's your fear. That's your fear. Yeah. And you got to overcome the yeah. silence. That's the right. selfishness. And know? that's exactly. the selfishness. Exactly. Absolutely. So okay, now again, I'm put this number out here. See, and this is the very reason why we're talking about this because, see, when you come to talk about sex and and bringing your A-game on a subject like this, you might not see nobody come on the radio and talk because it's such a stigma, you know what I'm saying? And it's not. I don't see it as a stigma. I see it as a health awareness, and I also see it as a a point of, of a return from killing yourself and you know, and 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 keeping yourself from becoming mentally ill behind an illness that could have been somebody out there that could have something that could help a person, you know, live a live a better life. Now, as we know, we understand that there are people that do feel like after they get their pills having HIV. Now, HIV ain't AIDS. 
that are catching HIV, you know, that can turn later on into AIDS, regardless if you are taking up medication or no. That's why it was important for me to bring this up because you you get HIV. Now, check this out. You get herpes, herpes simplex 1 and 2. Okay, that is the bubbling up of your skin, boils, you know what I'm saying? You know, pus coming out of your skin, breakout from down there in your genital area and around your mouth, right? And you get with a person that's got HIV, and they rubbing around with each other. Say another person that might have hepatitis C. Now, HIV, AIDS, and hepatitis C are blood pathogens, uh, 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 blood pathogen-born diseases. They need blood. Now, a person with herpes, and they have a breakout, they're already susceptible because as soon as they get to doing what they do, friction and carrying or bust one of those daggone balloons there, you know what I'm saying, or whatever going on with they live, and there, you know, after they do whatever they do and all the secretions that come from, from the other person that's HIV, hepatitis C, or AIDS, you got it. Because why? Because your skin is already broken and it's already, you know, erupted, okay? So you can catch any one of those. Then they got That's a That's a conversation. All the people involved need to be having since they was all walking around hearing it. Okay. See, and another thing is we were talking about the, uh, the not wanting to tell maybe your partner because you're scared that they're going to walk leave. Right. It's also not wanting just people in general to know because you figure if you tell one person, they're going to tell everybody they know and everybody that knows you. You know, that's going to be right. an and assumption. That's an Im- and, and that's that an is. image thing. Well, not even just like... You know, oh my God, my character. Right. Or, well, not you know, even just that, but it's the, it's the how the, are they going to treat you different thing also comes about. Too. Well... So, I'm just saying, you know, as as people tend to think of things like this, like, oh, if my mom knows this, or if right. if my dad knows this, or if so-and-so knows, they're going to think this. You know what I mean? They start worrying about what other people are thinking, so they choose to not say anything. Okay, so what I did was I did a survey on Facebook, and it was about 38 people that gave their comment. Now, I told them that, you know, I would use their comment on here. This is what I asked as a question. I said, can I ask the question, why people won't tell other people they have a disease or an STD? How would you handle it if you found out about it? I have been doing some reading in articles that this issue is now on the rise. So I am seeking your answers to this question and will speak your replies or comments on this subject on my radio program on this topic. And thank you for your input. And so... I, and so to, uh, to to speak on what you just got finished saying, um, Mystery, is the guy by the name of Ben Dufali. I, I, I hope I got his name right. You know what I'm saying? You know, but he was on Facebook and he said, hmm, the fear of being stigmatized and regarded as slothful, a nymphomaniac, and tend to concealing it but it's dangerous. It is better to bring issues to focus because a stitch in time saves a lot of dangerous damages. That's what he said. 
And then there was another that, that got on Facebook. Her name is Godchild R. Lindsay. And she said, I just feel everyone should have the opportunity or option to protect their health and family. Who are they to play God? If they were God, they wouldn't have it in the first place. So I'm putting it out there to anybody that's out there that's listening. If you have anything that you need to say about this, call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a pause for the cause, and I'm going to put on another um, another uh, audio and while we do this pause and let you listen to this one. And perhaps maybe someone will come on radio and have something to say about this. If you don't, we've got something to say about it because we're trying to bring you up to date and aware of all the things that's going on in the world today concerning, you know, why people don't tell people they have a disease or STD, okay? And we love you and we want to help. We just want to put it out there, whether you listen or not, you know what I'm saying? It's for those that have ears that want to hear. Let's go on. We'll be right back. When I was first diagnosed, it was November 21st, 2007. I found out three weeks before, which was the first week of November, that I was pregnant with twins. And so I made a prenatal appointment with uh, the doctors. By then, I was living in South Carolina with my new husband. I was a newlywed and went to an appointment the 21st was was the day before Thanksgiving of that year and went in for being dehydrated. I kept throwing up and just not feeling well. And when I went in, she had already did labs. So she said, okay, well, I have your labs back. And I said, okay, well, is everything okay with my labs? And she said, oh, yeah, everything's fine. We just have one problem. And I'm like, okay, what's the one problem that we have? Is it diabetes? Because I've had just an additional diabetes with my eight-year-old. She's like, well, no. Um, can we ask your husband to step out of the room? So I'm like, okay. So she asked him to step out. She basically just looked at me and said, um, you tested positive for HIV. And I kind of got into a blank stare. I looked over at the wall because that was really the only thing I wanted to focus on. I didn't want to look her in the face. I didn't want to, you know, I was completely in shock, along with not feeling well. And she said, well, do you want us to bring your husband back in the room? I said, sure, bring him back in, because guess what? If I'm HIV positive, he's the reason why. So she brought him back in the room, and I can remember that day as if it happened yesterday. He just looked in shock when she told him, and it, was a, it wasn't a shock looked as if, oh, she could have given me, given me HIV. It was more of a look like, wow, she found out. I left him 
on January 1st, 2008. February 14th, I was, well, actually, the beginning of February, I was sitting at home, and I was looking at the news, and there was a um, story that came across where there was a homosexual couple, an older male and a younger male. The older male had knowingly infected his younger male partner. And at that moment, I found out that knowingly infecting someone without disclosing your status to them was a felony crime in the state of Florida. So what I did, I immediately got on the phone, called the sex crimes unit at the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, spoke with the detective, and I let him know what was going on. He let me know, okay, well, get us a police report, which I did. And once they got their police report, the first thing they wanted to do is to get a recorded confession from my ex-husband. So I'm like, okay, what? how am I going to get a recorded confession, you know? And he's all the way in South Carolina. Here I am in Florida, you know. So at this time, he's begging me to come back to South Carolina to stay married to him. So, okay, let me use this to my advantage. So over the course of the couple of days, I kind of played it off. Yeah, I might come back home. And, yeah, I miss you. Yeah, I still love you. Knowing good and well, I absolutely, positively did not love him anymore, and I was not going back. Um, February 14th, Valentine's Day. His Valentine's Day gift for me was calling him with the detective on three-way, with the recorder on, while I'm asking him every question that the detective wanted me to ask. Because before we did the three-way, I said, okay, well, what do you want to know? I said, okay, well, now i got to figure out how am I going to get these questions to him and him answer them. So I called him. I'm all sad. I'm like, okay, uh, well, i got to go see a psychologist. And they gave me a questionnaire, and I need all these questions answered so they could treat me. Whoop-de-woo. He answered every single question. He answered questions about how he was diagnosed, when he was diagnosed, how long did he know, which he had known he was positive since 2002. Um, he answered questions about, you know, did he know how he got it, which he didn't know. And by then I had found out that he was not only sleeping with other women, but also other men. And once I got that recorded confession, they issued a nationwide warrant for his arrest. They went to South Carolina. They arrested him. Took months, but they extradited him back to Jacksonville. He pled guilty. He got sentenced for the maximum in the state of Florida, which is only, I hate it, but it's only five years in the state of Florida. He got six months served, so he only had to do four and a half years. And he's scheduled to get out March of next year, March 2012. He's scheduled to be released. A lot of people feel like, oh, if I avoid this person because they're positive, then it won't happen to me. Don't think that just because you're in a monogamous relationship or you're married that it can't happen to you. I was in a committed marriage. I wasn't in a relationship. I wasn't dating. And here this guy that I've known for five years is positive, didn't tell anybody, and gave it to me. I mean, it can happen to anybody. 
and it probably has happened to a lot of people who just don't even want to know if it's happened. They assume, okay, I'm with this person, I'm married, it's not going to happen. So just understand that it can happen to you just as easily as it happened to me. All right, all right. We are back. This is Lardy Miss Clardy on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio and with my co-host, Mystery and Agape, and we're talking about the subject of why people don't tell people they have diseases or STDs and, 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 and even put in that question why they're scared to tell people. You know what I'm saying? So we're not just looking at the professional of why they do things to people and don't tell them that they have the disease or the STD. But then, you know, people that we have particular mates with, you know, why they scared or why they don't tell that they have a disease or STD. So if you have any questions that you want to say about this uh, audio that I got, it was an HIV story with Renee, and I got this story off of the YouTube, and you can Find this yourself on YouTube called HIV Story with Renee. And, um, and you know, call in at the call-in number because this is a very serious subject. It, it, it has its points when you laugh and because even I, you know, I am blessed that I did not catch, you know, HIV or, or, or AIDS, anything like that. But I have been in the way of having STDs even down to having a, a herpes, okay? So, you know, the point that we're saying here is that people need to know, you know, what is going on with each other. And it can happen to anybody, just like you heard Renee say. And just know that uh, we have a responsibility and we are accountable in what we do to other people. And, you know, and God, you know, especially those that say they are in the Lord, because that's how I obtained my, you know, STD, was because I was listening to a man that said that he was of the Lord. And then when we went up to the top of the mountain on Paramount TV to talk about it, he had the nerve to talk about Jesus. He thought he was healed in the name of Jesus. You see what I'm saying? And that no other woman ever came to him and told him that he had this STD. And, you know, my question is, well, you found one that knows. You know what I'm saying? And I know that you know and we know we all know now. You know what I'm saying? Because you are not going to, uh, you know, just have my life and just take my life away from me without me knowing. Yeah, I'm a snitch that kind of way. Yes, I'm a snitch. Okay, uh, you hurt me. That's victimization. Right. That's victimizing a person. I was married to the man, just like this lady was saying. I didn't. I didn't think I had to worry about you know that something like that. And I come find out three months after being married, I'm what? Well, where did it come from? Yeah. Well, he didn't want to tell me where did it come from. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, what do y'all got to say about this? Y'all one of y'all. Which which one want to talk first? Go ahead. I go ahead. Go ahead. Like, that's crazy. I feel yeah. so bad for that woman right there. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. Whoa. That right there. Is crazy. Yes, it is. It's, it, 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 it's real. 
It's yeah. very real. And shoot, that was in 2012. He out now. Hey, when I was single before I was uh, married, yeah. I tried not to speak with a lot of people. Man, I was afraid. You know, yeah. it's there it still. It only takes one. All the it wrong takes one. And you don't never know. And you don't know. Yeah. And you just don't yeah. know. That's why it's so important that people should go and ask the question. Don't be afraid to talk to your partners or potential partners you're trying to sleep mm. with. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's a one-night stand down to a relationship, say something. Stand up for your life because mm. it's your life after all. You know mm. what I'm saying? And only you can be held accountable to what you do to yourself. So if you don't ask a person, fear that you might run them away, then maybe you need to be accountable for what may happen to you and don't sit up there and say, well, I didn't know, but you had the opportunity to ask. And go ahead. I'm sorry, but at the same time, as far as God, it's accountability. That's right. It's moral. When you have a Right. Hey, but you got to understand, these but days I'm, people I'm, don't have morals. This, I know, we live that's in a gen- true. The that's, generation that's, that's coming the up, the previous generation and this generation now is the most uh, non-getting married, most sleeping around. And the thing and everything is, goes. Yeah, and listen to the music and just the lifestyle of the yep. young people, the thing about it is, is like they'll, a boy or a girl, man it's, or a woman, right. sleep with somebody it on Tuesday and every weekend that they go out, because they go out to purposely find someone new to sleep yeah. with, you know what I mean? Even if there's some of these fools be in relationships, but every weekend they go out purposely to find a different person to sleep with. And then, like you say, you got these people that are claiming that they're godly and all of this stuff. Like, man, that's, that's crazy. But I, I have a question myself. Go ahead. She was saying that, she went and got blood work done. That's right. So when you go get blood work, when you do get the whole workup or whatever, is that they they will tell you if something is wrong because they're they're looking at your blood or is is it a specific thing well, that you have to ask for? Well, now she was pregnant. Now automatically, the system will test you for HIV okay. and AIDS, but you have to ask specifically for hepatitis C and, uh, um, what is it, herpes, simplex 1 and 2. Specifically, you have to ask for them. You can go in there and say, I want an HIV test done, but even if you go if you go to do uh, surgery or anything, they test you even then to see if you have it. It's the, an automatic, the just the, the HIV and the AIDS, but not the other but not stuff. The other stuff. When, the other go stuff when you go, when you go to go to the clinic, you got to ask specifically for, you know, herpes, and you know, for uh, the um, uh, or or the or the hepatitis C one. Well, I know that might be that might be from medical group, medical group, because I know my medical group. You have to specifically ask. Right. AIDS and HIV. I mean, but yeah, but we're talking about hospitals. She was going to go to a hospital. But that's what I'm talking about. It's not a clinic. Right. Yeah, that's, so that's she's what talking, talking about. about right. a hospital. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, good. You have to, but you have to request But it. you have to request have, So it's not automatic. That okay. They check your blood for well, everything. Yeah, so what are well, they when doing you go when they do a complete workup? See, back, see, back in Columbus, Ohio, they have a place called the Department. 
department of, uh, you know, where you go and get your, you know, disease control or whatever, you know, and they have that, and people come up there and get tested, you know, for HIV and what's up, right. okay, and they have those clinics that are up there in Columbus, Ohio. So there is a specific department that you go to to get your test done because, right. like you said, the if, you, if you're going to a hospital or a clinic, you know what I'm saying, well, of course you have to ask for it, but if you're going to a place where they issue out Test for that's those. What you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. when you're saying you get the you HIV, get HIV and AIDS right. automatically. automatically. But you still all have other, to all other, other. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? You okay. know, because they already got that down. Right. You see what I'm saying? But the rest of it, you have to add specifically, even in a clinic or a hospital, like mm-hmm. you said, specifically ask for herpes test or a hepatitis C mm-hmm. test. Because those are your, the hepatitis is a blood pathogen that you can get from blood, okay? Same thing as it is to transfer HIV and AIDS. Hepatitis is vulnerable, I mean, herpes is vulnerable to all three of those because it lays open sores, okay? So when they get the friction around, it busts one of those. And whatever happens is whatever happens because it, it, that's what it needs. It right. needs an that's entry true. into into the, the skin, mm-hmm. into the skin, to the bloodstream. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, so herpes is a very special, I feel, a disease that can catch any other disease because it's already vulnerable because of its outbreak and sore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, again, we're still on the subject of, why people scared to tell people they have a disease or STD, and you can call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And the toll-free number is 877-483-3153. That number again is 877-483-3153. And we will be right back. We're going to take another, you know, um, chill pill for a moment, let you think about what we just talked about there, and then we'll talk about some of the uh, Facebook um, uh, replies that we got from this. Um, Again, if you've got something to say, come on the air and say it. We'll be right back on Lardy Miss Party and Company on Blog Talk Radio.
right. We are back on Lardy Miss Party and Company on BTR with my co-host, Mystery and Agape. And we're on the subject of why people scared to tell people they have a disease or STD, why people won't tell. All right. Okay. We talked about earlier today where we were talking about John Hopkins and the Rockefellers, you know, going into a billion dollar uh, lawsuit because of inoculating people up with STDs and they don't know nothing about what's going on and they having sex, sexing up and carrying on and everybody got it now. You know what I'm saying? And they just, and the kids too. And that's crazy because there should be a law that's out for that. And it probably is for the reason why they left. United States and went over where there was a place of lawlessness and went on and did finish doing what they were doing over there. Okay, you know, ain't no laws depending depending for them to keep their research up. Okay, now even though we just heard also in in the line of uh, as we have went on with the show, we heard about the HIV story with Renee and what she went through with a husband that she was married to and had twins coming, and he didn't even tell her nothing. She thought she knew him. She thought she knew all about him, you know what I'm saying? And she was in a committed relationship, thought she was safe, and she wasn't even safe. Saying had it before, like, that's right, had it before they even got together, you know what I'm saying? And and they got a, they got a law that's out that, you know, that protects people if you find out and the person didn't give it to you or said it to you before they gave it to you, you can go and you can press charges. But how long do they get to stay in jail? Well, you know, different. This is right. Convicted of. Right. And as Mystery was saying, you know, there's different states that's got different, you know, law time for prisonment time, you know, on a subject like this. But how much time need to be given to a lifetime sentence of a death that's about ready to happen to you? You know what I'm saying? So the point is is that we're here, you know, bringing an awareness and also saying don't just be just be aware, but take care. Love yourselves and love yourself better than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? Start talking about this. Ask questions to the people that you are around, even to the doctors. You know, you don't know what they, uh, you know, putting inside her. They're saying they're putting in some kind of, you know, something that's going to heal something and it's going to start up something else. You don't know what's going on these days. So you got to ask questions. What's in that? Okay, give me something that tell me that this is what's in here. Okay, for just in case anything should happen. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch what's signing nowadays. You got to read because, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. We got other stuff that's coming up soon, y'all. We're talking about microchips is on its way soon. So, you know, that's another subject we're talking about. But right now, we're talking about why people scared to tell people they have a disease or STD. Call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684. That number, again, is 347 884 8684 and the, the toll free number. I've got the Tourette's right then and there. <laughs> you know, call in at 877 483 That number again is 877 483 3153. And you just heard, you know, uh, old school hit, you know, I want to set you up by Color Me Bad. And we going on with our conversation. I'm going to go over here into um, Facebook and tell you 
more of the comments that I have received. Um, again, there was a lot of them. <clears throat> so we're going to call out, you know, uh, Nefertiti. Nefertiti, she says, well, they feel bad because it may go with a stigma and people may just see them as loose ones sexually. And then I go down here and God's, God's child, Lindsay, she says, it's very wrong to give a secret gift of that nature. If you love someone, you should give the gift of truth and let them decide their own fate, no matter what you have. If the love between you and another is real, it will stand through anything. Love always finds a way. And then it goes on down here to Alvin Darrell Clardy Jr. He said, I would snap and probably black out and F up, they A up. No, not probably. I know I would. Now, I know I said, you know, some cold bleep, bleep, bleep. You understand what he was saying. He said he'd probably snap out and black out and bleep, they bleep up. And he said, no, not probably. I would. You know, that's what he said. Now, um, Troy Carter, he said it's wrong, both ethically and morally wrong. In some states, if, if it's a felony to have intercourse while having an STD and not telling the other person. It's how outbreaks occur, and it's how no ST disease become viral. The uh, person should be in jail. That's what he said. All right. Uh, what do y'all got over there? Do y'all got some stuff over there? You know that's being talked about. No, but a thing. Incarceration. Very taboo. Mm -hmm. What goes on? Absolutely. In the prison system. I don't know about the jail system, but in the prison. System, right. What goes on? So mm -hmm. Male and female. Mm -hmm. And these diseases do get spread because you're not supposed to be doing anything in jail. So I don't know if they provide you with any type of protection or no. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they provide any type of protection. No. Because they're not supposed to be doing anything. I mean, they so. protection with it. No, they, they still doing it. But see, my point is, is that it gets spread around in there, too. And then you have someone who comes out who yep. swears, oh, right. I'm not this, I'm not that. Or who will say, right. right. Or, you know, and however, and then, exactly, right. you don't know, and then, you know, that's another way. Right. Wow. You know, um, there is also, I want to go over here uh, in the Facebook page because it was here where, um, you know, a gentleman talked about what went down with him. And let me go here and start here. He, uh, Troy Carter, he says this. He says, honesty is a super policy, but not always the best. Society likes to hold on to the bad in people. It always outweighs the good. And STD is a bad stigma whether the person has one now or have one in the past, it would take an extraordinary person of almost per perfect character. We are, we are all 
bias to be able to move past something of that nature. It becomes a guessing game of what will he or she do next. Now, that is something to think about, though, because here he's saying that if a person, it would take an extraordinary person. It would be like some of those people that marry people that, you know, that, that lost both of their legs. And then they take off and go to have babies by them. No, no, but that, but they lost both their legs. They don't necessarily affect how you are going to live your life for the rest of your life. Absolutely. But Even those people, right, but they choose to be with that person because so they love them. Extraordinary, extraordinary people. Mm-hmm. Because, see, people that's looking for looks and they got all their ten toes mm-hmm. and, you know, and limbs and stuff, okay. they ain't trying to be with nobody that's, you know, in a wheelchair yeah, paralyzed that's or... evil, selfish people. Of, right of course. Now, that's why he was saying... You know, if a person did tell a person that they had this, what is the chances that that person be like? Well, okay, you know, we let's see if we can deal with this. You know what I'm saying? You know, and if and if it's not, and if it's not, then then that you right, you keep it pushing, right? So again, you know, but you still have to allow a chance to see if that can happen, because there's always some type of extraordinary person that if they know all about the area, you know, that they can work with you with it, then they're willing to to be with you. And then some of them willing to go to death with you and go ahead and protect and go on and be with you. If y'all come up with that idea, y'all going to stick together. But you have to give them the choice, the opportunity to make that choice for themselves. You can't be making choices for people. I agree with it. Now, and these people, another thing, the people who have these diseases that have them, they have to think how they felt when they got them. And did they know? Did they know the person they were speaking with had them? How did that make you feel? Would you want to turn around and that someone else? You know, like I said, it's a mental thing when it comes to telling or not telling people when you have that. There is a stigma to it. Right. But at the end of the day, you have to, you, as a person who has a disease, if, and I use, HIV and AIDS because that's the one where everybody, you know, yes, no, there's no yes. cure. There's, you know, things, but there's no cure. But right. And those things are things that can kill you. And if you live with yourself knowing that you are killing other people, because you have the knowledge of if you just continue to speak with other people, or just murdering other people and allowing those people to murder other people because who knows how long it's going to take them to find out they have to. You Absolutely. need to go get tested. Just do it. Just do it. You know, and, yeah. and, and quit being afraid. Quit being afraid. We got, right. We got to tell the truth because uh, people are, 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 are hurt when they don't know that they got a thing and then they come out and hurt other people exactly. because of it, because you have to be careful about people's hearts and people's minds and be mindful. What if you were in their shoes? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What would you do? And you may have been. Absolutely. What the sooner you get tested, man, the sooner you can help yourself. Right. Even exactly. without dealing with another person, the sooner you get tested, it'll be the sooner that you can help yourself because the whole thing is about self. You have to protect yourself and be cautious of other people. In order to protect yourself, go get tested. 
so you can see what's going on with your body. And that's that's right. Clear indication of you first, and then you can then you can talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But truly, you know, it comes from you know not being afraid to talk and all that stuff that you know that society or old folk, you know, that was back in our day that was. Let's not talk about it. We're over that now. You know what I'm saying? Um, Give a person a chance to show you uh, how resilient they can be, whether it's on the positive or or say no. If they say yes, good. If they say no, no. But you have to give a person a chance to uh, show you what they are made of. Just don't, you know, just don't go and take them you know, because of your fears of being rejected or fear of not being able to have the person that you want, you know. Let me tell you this. If you make the choice for them, you pretty much guarantee once they find out you didn't That's right. They might try to kill you. I mean, and there are people that that will do that. that. You know what I'm saying? And they don't mind going to jail. Lord, have mercy. Well, just, to, just, just to think about it from that point of view, man. And, and, yeah. Yes. If you have to go through some kind of therapy in order to be honest, and you wrap it up. I mean, not wrap it up. You don't see wrap yourself up, I meaning don't do that. That's to right. Or, or, and figure it out. Or for those so don't that. Don't passing it around. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's best, you know, if. You have whatever you have, and it's a, a life disease. You know, it's best, you know, if you cannot, you know, be honest about what is going on, it's best to go on ahead and become uh, celibate. You know, and even those that are out there, celibacy is really the best way in order to walk a person through to find out about a person anyway. Just close your legs, close your legs, hang up the meat. You know what I'm saying? And pull up the cookie, you know what I'm saying? And, and until you get to know the person. It is not that important to get to get some sex, you know, or to get a one time feel good that's only gonna last for a moment, you know what I'm saying? And it's and, and, and you, something happened to you for the rest of your life. So here we are, we talking about this. We're finished for this evening. We want to thank all of y'all that might have been in the background that's listening since there is nobody that is on radio to help us to talk about it. But I'm hoping that whoever that does listen to this program, that they find something nutritional out of this and use it for your advantage because it's all about you. It's about be more than aware. Take care. Love yourselves better than anyone else. All right? And so we are at the end of our uh, hours of talk on this subject. Oh, wait a minute. We got somebody that finally decided to come on. Okay, we're going to give this person a chance to speak. And if they speak, you know, we want to know. You know, what would you do? How would you deal with it if a person told you that, you uh, told didn't tell you that they had a STD or a disease. How would you handle it? And we got a a, a number of three three zero and the last four digits of two eight six nine. You are on the air. Welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. You're on the air. How you Hi, doing? How are you? Where are you from? How are you tonight? I am fine, thank you. Where are you calling from? 
America. Let's put it that way. <laughs> America. All right, America. That's what we'll call you tonight. We are talking about why people are scared to tell people they have a disease or an STD. We done found out that, you know, even the University of John Hopkins and the uh, Rockefellers, that they had a uh, 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 testing going on for years and years and years here in the United States with the government. And yep, after they got finished here, excuse me? Yes, the syphilis experiments. Yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden now they in Guatemala somewhere, you know, where there is no law and passing it on to them and they don't even know that they got it. But the question is, is what would you do? And and the other question is, is why people are scared or don't tell people they have a STD or a disease? What would you do if you found out, you know, the hard way because nobody would tell you about it? Talk to us. Well, I, I, I think what you're dealing with is actually a multi-leveled issue. Number one, uh, because unless you come from an extremely well-off community where you are given the best education in this country, you often um, you often are not told the truth about a great deal of things throughout your schooling system. The other is okay. is that there is actually a well-hidden issue that most people, especially those who belong to uh, different communities, different religious communities, uh, because they are being indoctrinated into their religious beliefs uh, through their ministers and pastors, they're they're often um, taught wrongly that if you teach your children their body parts, all of them, and the appropriate names for them, that they will then become sexually active, which is not true. And so... Well, that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Exactly. So those those rules have been often totally blurred, which what that does for a child, and this goes to the issue of the bigger thing that no one really wants to discuss, and that is the organized criminal sexual trauma networks that are involved in child stealing, child raping, for human sexual slavery and trafficking. And no one wants to get into this because it is so huge, so wide, and because these criminals are well-practiced, well-knowledged, and are passing between each other the knowledge of how to use mind-altering substances, I don't want to call them drugs, because not all of them are drugs. They can be actually plants or even insects that actually cause people to have amnesiac qualities, so they forget. And those have been used to literally minimize, dismiss, and to then diminish the accountability of the criminal violation. Now, in addition to that, you also have uh, federal agencies and doctors that are participating with what's called the False Memory Syndrome Foundation. These are, in, these are individuals who have for decades in doctors, psychologists, psychiatry, who have virtually dismissed people with with a delayed recall concerning abuse, they're virtually pro-rape, pro-abuse, and 
with severe trauma and the drugs and the various levels of ongoing re-traumatization of these victims in these networks. And these can be within every community. Children, athletes, overachievers, they can be, but this is throughout our entire country. It has been here since the beginning of this country, and huge numbers are being brutalized throughout our, our universities and colleges. The members of these groups include coaches, superintendents of our schools, teachers, peers within clergy, um, you name it, they belong to these organizations. Now, if a person does in fact end up with an FTD and doesn't remember, because society has been kept absolutely and unaware of these organized criminal trauma networks, then parents, loved ones, or family members look at the person as if they're stupid. Now, there's an additional um, impact to the victims because whether or not they remember it or not, the intention and human behavioral sciences of these type of traumas which go back through centuries of torture and abuse under both the religious or military excuse me, religious or military crusades that they knew about human behavior and trauma, even through the the slave ages. They knew that when you beat, brutalize, sexually brutalize a person, so physical, sexual, psychological, when you traumatize them enough and you brutalize them through these organized criminal trauma networks, that it impacts the ability of the person to describe what's happened to them. It affects the ability to articulate. And in addition, if they do not have levels of safety, they are not going to be able to reclaim their memories because it impacts the short-term and long-term memory. Very nice. Very nice. So, America, the question that I want to ask is, with this type of knowledge, you know, and, and and what we're trying to do to bring not just only awareness, but, you know, how to, you know, help people to come uh, to, to, to not uh, to spread this, what would be a way, you know, to help in, in something like this, okay? Because here is a total different level. We're talking about people that, uh, that are in abusive situations, that may have caused uh, memory loss and different things of this sort, and they still end up what they have. What can we do? What can what can come out of this to be able to help people uh, in this nature or in this whole nature about STD and and diseases? Well, I think I think the the, the first thing we really have to recognize is the fact that often unless the the survivor or victims have clear memories of what has happened to them, then they may, in fact, be victims of organized criminal trauma networks, gang rapes with drugs and and trauma. Uh, The the unfortunate thing is that these systems often uh, have access through laboratories and or even because they have members of their own criminal networks in laboratories uh, 
and or within mm-hmm. the medical community and mental health community, again, to to disavow that they are rational human beings. But if you attempt to speak out, I mean, there is absolutely no places in this country, in the United States, at the local, county, state, or federal level to stop these criminal violations. There are none. And in fact, in the federal and state levels, there are in fact immunity laws that protect these criminal organizations and abusers. So then what you're saying, America, is we just damned whether we want to be or not. We are still in a slavery system. We have never left it. It has been a lie because despite the fact that there are laws on the books, it was known in many professors in universities. Right now we have an epidemic of rapes throughout our universities. There is no happenstance that that is true. And now, what used to take years to do this to a human being, shattering them, and please note, we're not just talking about, see, this is one of the difficulties with America. America has been trained and socialized across the board to believe that human sexual slavery, which is three components, it is labor, sexual, or body parts. For body yes. parts. The importance of this is is that many people have been trained to believe that these victims wanted to participate, that they were typically wow. lower economic women or minority women. Now, what it constitutes minority women? All women. Even though women are 51% of the population, we have been pitted against each other, and the other aspect of that is... Think about this, America, that children and women over the decades, centuries, have commonly been the victim of murders and brutalization. We are 51% of the population, and if you were to look at this as a CEO of a company, we are the CEOs of the world. That's why they're killing women and children, girls and women, to undermine the majority of the population. Tell the truth. Now, Tell the truth. The issue the becomes, truth. the issue becomes, sadly, that there are women who have sold out women, and there are women within families that have been raised in these systems to think that this is normal behavior. And we are talking the most despicable, brutal, abusive system there is. And this is this is about taking away who the person was born to be because every person, every person on this planet is born perfect and whole. The only flaw human beings have when they are born, please know, I don't mean to insult anybody with a religious belief system, but the only, it, the only fault you have as a human being, which is not a fault at all, is a bottom, a bum, a bum crack. You have a flaw that God gave us all, which is a butt crack, to show that everybody has a crack. Now, having said that, all human beings have a crack, do they not? Yes, we do. I'm being a little bit flippant. 
That's all right. You on Lardy Miss Clardy's forum. Talk, girl, because you're telling it. Tell it, America. The point is, is that when you think about a mirror, I want you to consider a mirror. When a baby is born, that baby is born perfect and whole. It has a destiny of who it is supposed to be based on the creator, whoever that is. That commonly is good until it is polluted. And what I mean by polluted is that it is then subjected to physical, chemical, sexual, educational, brutal abuse. That child reflected in that mirror every time somebody puts their hands on a child inappropriately, that mirror, that child begins to be cracked. And it continues throughout their life by these organized criminal trauma networks. That child in most of our communities are being manipulated, coerced, and forced by the brutalization that's going on in America. Now, I want you all to think of a a prominent structure in our infrastructure in America, and everybody would be aware of it. Think of a, like the Hoover Dam. It is a very large water structure that allows for a lake to be pulled away from a stream or a river. Yes. Think of that as human sexual trafficking. That didn't just happen overnight. To have human sexual trafficking, which is a major issue in America, in which many of the victims are being kept, traumatized, and brutalized, they had to begin very slowly across this country. Well, can I, uh, let me just ask this one question because we don't have a whole lot of time. You know, um, one day here soon, we will want to talk about human trafficking, you know, and even though that we're on the subject about why people scared to tell people they have a disease, but you're telling, you know, the very beginning of how disease and everything happens all together, and it does need to come out, and that's very powerful knowledge right there, America. And I was hoping that perhaps, uh, you know, that when I do set up to do another uh, series on uh, the subject of human trafficking uh, and and sex being the uh, being the you know the the topic of the conversation, I would like to have you to come back to talk on more of what you said because what you're talking about is the beginning of how everything is how everything has started. Right. I I want to say to you. And and I'm okay with you keeping my phone number and and giving me a call because I'm glad I have plenty of evidence and proof on this. But coming back to your subject, which is really the issue, number one, when, when a child is little, that child is absolutely innocent and perfect. They don't know what is inappropriate behavior. That is taught. That is absolutely taught by criminals who are overstepping boundaries. And this is when you end up with these diseases. Now, the issue then becomes, and again, please note, this is one of these old lies that have been perpetrated for decades. What is the oldest profession? We've all heard that one, prostitution. What it does 
is it diminishes the life of a woman categorically and absolutely and puts her responsible for whatever happens in this world, to include commonly she is often the person who is judged as the person who is the carrier of diseases. But knowingly, we're not, because we're just the receivers. That's right. Because we have never had true power in this world. Even though we're the life givers. Right. And again, this always goes back, and again, no offense to anyone who has a religious belief, but who was it who was blamed for that Adam and Eve story in the apple? The woman. How many times... Well, remember, here's a good example. How many times is it that you have heard that Eve was responsible for forcing Adam to bite the apple, to swallow the apple after he chewed it, to digest that apple? Uh, No, I heard it. I have. I've heard it. You know, which that's sad. You know, because, like, Adam don't have a mind to think of his own since he was the one that was given the first command what not to do. He was the head, and he was supposed to say no. But remember, remember, here's a very interesting point. No matter how you want to look at that creation story of if he was the head, remember, even if you believe the story that, that woman was his rib, Remember, what are the ribs? The ribs are the major protectors of the major organs, the heart, the lungs, all the major organs to protect them. If women were so lacking in substantiation and importance, then why wouldn't God have made her out of his little toe? We are the protectors. (laughs) Okay, okay, we're going to have to, okay, the show is about ready to end uh, America, I will be calling you. I want to appreciate you coming on to the show, and I want you to come back because we're going to talk more deeper on that subject. That's good matter right there. And I just want to thank everybody for coming on to the show <laughs> and talking on the subject of why people scared to tell people they have a disease or STD. Coming up for tomorrow will be microchips coming soon. And then next week, we will be talking about biz, Black Businesses 101, where we at, um, where we will conclude on part three of that. This Thursday is Child Support News. Come and join us. Look on the profile. Find out the times. Facebook has it going on there, too. Look me up, Wendy W. Clardy on Facebook. Lardy, Miss Clardy. Whatever way you want to do it, you'll find me. So I want to thank you. Please come back on the next uh, topic that we have for tomorrow, Microsoft, soon at 7.30 p.m. on Tuesday. Until then, you know, take care, be more than aware, love yourselves better than anyone else. Blessings to you all. And thank you, America, for those wonderful words of truth. That's what I want to hear on this forum. Good night, everyone.